Right. Diddly dum British Strongman podcast. So last week we talked about um, some of the some of the stuff that Shane has available through his uh, online store. He's going to have the log pads. Give us a recap, Shane. What do we have? The log pads. So we've got a lot. Well, we've had a nightmare with them log pads, <laughs> to be honest. But um, yeah, they're coming very soon. Unfortunately, COVID is delaying them even more. Um, the fact the factory had to close for 10 days because of the you know, need to isolate. Um, so I've got, got to wait another four days till they get shipped out. That's a nightmare. But then we've got dumbbells, dumbbell drop pads coming, clobber, e-books, app, all that stuff coming to the website soon. Um, and obviously yourself, like you, you forgot to uh, forgot to mention your throwing bags, didn't you, Josh, which are... Uh, and needed nowadays because there are so many so many comps to talk about that. Yeah, so um, I meant to add it onto last week, but we've got the. Um, I've, had, I've had I think I've about forty or fifty throwing bags that I bought, um, and just basically looked to cover the cost so I could get my basically get more for myself uh, for free, if you will. Um, but I ended up a bit like putting some some for sale and then what was it the other day the last batch I got 20 about 20 and I just literally sold them all within about two hours so uh, I've ordered so ordered some more basically ordered ordered just reinvested the the, the money and ordered another 50 that will be in stock in um, I think 20 days that she said um, so People, people want to jump on the next batch. I think. I think. How it, much so, are they? So seventy-five quid delivered this next batch each. Um, I've currently got. Uh, I think six have been six have been sold and spoken for already, and then there's a couple of guys who are wanting to potentially buy four four to six bags so what are these uh, what are these bags do they can you make them weigh whatever you want or do you have to buy a select weight or what yeah well so, so they'll come and they'll be whatever the empty bag weighs like a couple of hundred grams and then um you'll you'll you just fill, fill them up to whatever weight you weight you want so the heaviest that i've had mine tested to is i've got a 23 kilo one in the gym um and that that's feel feels great. I'm happy with the quality, how much that's been used, and it's absolutely fine. Um, obviously, I would recommend that people people throw in these. I would recommend like throwing it on a um, lower impact surface, such as uh, rubber matting or uh, astroturf. That's what I use mine on, and there's like very little signs of wear and tear, and they've been hammered. A lot of the bags have been hammered, especially like the 15 and 17 bag at my gym. They've been absolutely hammered and they, they just look great. Um, but people are using them. People are start, like using them outside. Uh, people are using them on concrete. And um, obviously um, the, the wear and tear on concrete is going to be... The, they're not going to last quite as long on concrete, but they're a completely different uh, kind of quality to, you probably see quite a few people on Instagram who've, who've gone for like a cheaper option of bag paid 20, 30 quid or whatever. And then people just say that 
they got after a couple of throws, they split open. Um, so obviously, yeah, it is a it is a more premium product. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, they're just great. I'm I'm re- really really impressed with them. They just feel ve- very similar to the to the Cerberus ones. You've seen. Um, if anybody wants to see them in action, have a look on my Instagram of uh, the last couple of comps: the Britain's Strongest Man Under 80s and the BNSF North Qualifier. And um, we used a, a mixture of we alternate between Cerberus and um, and the Lean Body Strength Club bags. Yeah, or if you go on my Instagram as well, the highlights. Um, I highlighted the Britain's Strongest Man Under 80. Um, story I did so just yeah the bags are on that store that that um, highlight slide as well um, getting fucking slung around by everyone uh, but I've used them as well like Josh they feel very similar to the Cerberus bags and um, they're not like those cheaper bags that that you see that are going to uh, you know explode on the tenth throw or something they're gonna they're gonna last um, so yeah they're good. Yeah, and the, just have a look at some of the guys who've been using them already. Um, if anybody wants, if, if anybody's unsure and they're, they're wanting to pre-order one, um, but they're unsure on the quality or the whatever, I'll just ju- just message me and I'll put you in contact with some of the guys that have uh, ordered the last batch and they that they'll they can show you some videos in action and just give you an honest review. Um, or people are more than welcome to come and try at my gym. Uh, you can come and try before you buy. So I will, I will be stocking them at the gym for people coming to visit. Um, so you can come and come and try. So the, there isn't a, obviously reduce the risk. Oh, and we've got um, thingy on Saturday, haven't we? To this Saturday, yeah, it's this Saturday. Yeah, so we've got our got our coaching group on Saturday. Um, and then we'll we'll have to decide on Saturday whether when the next date's going to be because August is looking mad busy. I imagine for you as well, Shane. Yeah. Um. But hopefully we'll get we'll get a get a new date for for August, if not early September. Um. Ideally, both August and September. So if you if you you're interested in that, guys, make sure that you you message us to. Even even if you 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 pre-book your the session for September because these these are just um, again they just sell out straight away. So um, right, so a little bit talk about programming. You were asking last week, Shane, about what did you say about Matt, like the methods that I use comparing. Uh, yeah, mainly like you, but your your very specific approach to strongman. Yeah. Um, uh, I think well, I think I think I, I already know the answer, but it. I just wondered if somebody was using PEDs. Well, maybe not. But let's rephrase the question. Have you noticed it different? Because I think you do program the same, pretty much. Yeah, yeah is that right? Yeah, definitely. So have you noticed a difference in response to the the training? Um, in, and I don't mean really in terms of like well, results per se, but more like how people recover between because I know as you train a lot of natural guys, yeah, and um, they do a lot of work. And something that I've actually been just pondering recently is sometimes does the usage of PDs in in strongman limit 
the amount of work that people can accumulate uh, because of like muscle pump and stuff, for example, like people, like people getting, say you're doing your daily deads, people getting back pump that's crippling uh, because they're on Anavar or something. And then they, they take some longer than, because obviously when you tell people to do like 15 sets of five at 50%, they're doing it with 60 seconds rest and it's like ticked off and out, you know, and I was thinking, is, is that something that, can be a hindrance if they're using PD. So I just wonder what your experience with was with it, and also, do people are people just adapting to it, no matter what they're taking or what? I want, I want to. I'm interested to know. So the answer is, the people who are getting the say say the the bespoke programming and like the weekly coaching, the it's just the same. It's just the same answer to anything, mate. Like the it. It's just accounted for in the. Um, it's just a, a, accounted for in the in the in the loads that you give. So, say for instance, like um, yeah, like somebody who's prone to getting back pump, you, you're giving them fifteen sets of five at fifty percent um, with limited rest. That might be back pump city. So, if you're wanting to, depending on the response that you're trying to elicit with that, like say protocol. So say, for instance, if I'm teaching somebody to do that, it's like for positioning reinforcement and just practicing perfect reps, I might just drop the percentage down lower. I might give them 35%. It might, might get them to do it 35% before we build. Um, and, it, and, and they might just have to start even lower with, with like the high volume stuff. Like they might just even start start even lower with the percentages if you will than um well so someone who's on because someone who's on ped you, you, is there any trends i mean like that, that's like I, I would say i would i would generally say um yeah light like for the high volume stuff regardless of the implement exercise i would say light like light a lot like intensity so say for instance if someone's like Someone, someone, someone I know who uses gear or whatever he wants to like say that take the high volume approach. I would definitely start them at lower percentages of their of their max, hundred um, percent. So like it might be like say like where I might start off a, a natural guy whose peak might not be quite as high as what somebody who's taking gear is. Um, like their peak is like they they're just going to be able to work at a higher percentage of the of, of their their maximum recover better. Do you know what I mean? When they're natural. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because this is what I've been. Everybody always talks about the recovery of peds. Yeah, and I think when it comes to like the neurological side and how much output you can you can do i think it's i think it can actually be worse on pets for a lot of people or i'm also questioning are people taking too many drugs and getting you know too hyped you know you know because people taking stuff that like uh you know pre-session or fast acting to like really ramp the nervous system and then they have a session and then the the nervous system obviously gets fatigued from that and then they're like going into the next session, whereas a natural guy is very steady across the board. 
and that's why I wondered about your training approach because it's um, so high, so high skill based. I just wondered if you'd noticed any trends that people like. I know you get guys doing like yoke a couple of times a week when you, when if they shout at yoke, different different loads and stuff. I just didn't wonder if there's any trends that's like, you know what, guys on peds can't handle the work. They can, they can handle the work a hundred percent, but the the uh, the intensity's probably got to be lower in terms of like percentage of their max. And would you be able to sneak them up? 100%. Yeah, what 100%. Yeah, definitely. So after four months or whatever, they'll be able to do the same work as the natural guy. Uh, yeah, if, mate, yeah, if if not more, if not more, because they've got the assistant. Um in terms of an absolute percentage of their max, maybe, maybe not. Like if they're like, say, for instance, they're they're Pete. The reason like, why- I, like I notice with guys who like say who I coach, you'll take year, who'll like say as obviously their peak as they as they're peaking for a comp, they'll. Like the further away away they are from the comp, the obviously the lower a lot lower percentages they can do of their all time max. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the reason why I'm asking is because just noticing a trend, which is like I mainly coach. I mean, I coach naturals, obviously, but and like if you were to split the percentage, yeah. probably eighty percent of my guys use and. Um, 20% natural and I'm noticing this trend which is like that there's a work I've got a work capacity issue right okay my clients but they have a lot of work they just can't do it in a they can't condense it so the session might be the same yeah but it's over three and a half four hours um, and they can't condense that if, if, you, if you see what I mean, I'm struggling to get them to because they're just saying that. Well, you know, you know what, mate? Well, I think the answer is, I think you'll be surprised as a coach and I think they'll be surprised as an athlete at the value you can get. Uh, we've kind of talked about it before where you've, you've said like, oh, if you go below kind of 50% or whatever, what, what actual response are you getting? Like you, you're not convinced with the response that you're getting. But in terms of like skill acquisition and volume accumulation and technique refinement and 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 actually just getting some decent tonnage, like I think you'll be surprised at what what value you can get at working with really low low percentages of your um, really really low percentages of max. Um, yeah, because I've been like, applying like, that recently a lot. But what I'm finding is the feedback is like. Say it's even on maybe maybe I should start even fucking lighter, but like say yeah, well, well that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying that say I, I like to take it to an extreme. Like I might get get a guy doing say um say I might get a guy who do, can do one forty farmers for twenty meters, like and he's wanting to push to say one fifty in like say a six week block. I might get him to do like a third session 
or even fourth session where he's doing like say three sets of 150, three sets of 150 meters or four sets of 150 meters of which off the top of your head, something like, oh, well, if you, do, if you can do 140, you should be doing 60, 70 kilos each hand. They'll be able to do 150 meters for that. Whereas actually that'd be fucking really, really, really hard, especially as like a kind of, it's, it's a really supplemental thing. It might be that actually you're getting a benefit from, uh, well, I know, <clears throat> I know I can picture in my head the kind of benefit that he's going to get from maybe working with empty farmers, 25 kilos, 30 kilos, 35 kilos. And, um, and just dropping that weight, even though it seems like, in, like insignificant in terms of load takes it from a foot me I'm, I'm struggling to like basically this is the this is the key with the program and you've got to ask yourself when you plug in like kind of extra kind of high volume work into a program um you've got to ask yourself right is it taking from recovery or is it contributing to recovery and there's a very 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 fine line yeah. You, and using that, say, using that example of like, say, doing 60 kilo farmers for four sets of 150 meters, for instance, like if you, if for someone doing 140, like strong enough to do 140 each hand, if you did try to do 60, 60 to 70 kilos and on that, that would be like max, max effort. And that would be, he'd be, be feeling his, it'd be hands would be sore, his grip would be taxed traps would be sore even though it's incredibly light because it's such high volume like it's actually too it would probably be too heavy for a lot of people whereas actually going with like say 30 to 40 kilos for that kind of distance would, would actually be it'd probably be surprising at how challenging that would be but challenging in terms of you getting to the end of it and feeling like oh shit I was getting to the last 20 meters and I could feel like my hands wanted to open but it still felt easy. I was getting a bit out of breath. I was getting a little bit of, um, like, say, uh, lactic acid build or whatever. Um, but but the key is you want it to be easy enough to. That's just. I, yeah, I, it makes. I, it makes uh, I can pick. I can visualize it in my head. Now I'm thinking about doing it. It's just because yeah, I was trying to. Basically, I've seen how successful your program is, and. Um, I've been implementing those lighter recovery skill-based things for a couple of months now, uh, probably longer actually, probably 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 as long as we've been doing this podcast because obviously I always learn stuff off you. Um, but yeah, the the trend that I'm seeing was people like like say it's yoke and I've given ten sets of twenty meters, yeah, and, and and the weight is light, light, light for them. You know, let's say they're it's two, let's say it's one eighty kilo. And then they're like, oh, my back's pumped and my left hip. Yeah, but, but, but that, that for a lot of people, that, that could be heavy. 10, 10 times 20 metres at 180. Like... You're talking like 400 yokers here, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, well, no, I'm telling you, mate. I'm, I'm saying that, that I, I've, seen, I've seen it. I've seen, seen people who fucking can yoke yeah, so 400. Given that, that and they're fucked. They're yeah, I need to be even lighter, don't I? I need, I need to be... Yeah, 30%. Yeah, whereas what, what, what I would do with someone, say 400 yoke or something like that, I'd give them like a look, maybe, I don't know, 
say even week one, mate, like if you're doing it as an extra thing, right? Worst case scenario is that like rarely, rarely, rarely do we ever program something. Do we ever do we ever program something and the client turns around and says, fuck me, that was too easy. Like, like no, no one ever says it because there's always something like if you gave that 400 yoker and you said, right, what I want you to do is give, I'm, I'm going to work with, we're doing it as a third day or a secondary day on the yokes who really want to improve the recovery, whatever. You might give them one, 140 and say, right, let's do 300 meters. Um, Break, break it up into as many sets as you, as, as you like, sets of 20 metres, sets of 30 metres or whatever. Um, and I want you to record the time that it takes you to do the set. The only constraint that I've given you is that you have to rest enough to stay below um, the threshold of any kind of uh, niggles. That knee little niggle that comes in when you go heavy yoke, I want you to stay below the threshold of that. And I want you to play around with position so you can um, find a posture that, where you knee, yeah. what where you get the shin splint, or where you get the knee pain, that is completely ironed out. And if that starts to flicker in, then you stop and have your rest, and you stay below that threshold. So, like you're building this kind of resilience and volume below that kind of niggle threshold. That literally, mate. This is the first thing that I do. If if someone says, right, oh, I'm doing my yoke session, feels good, and my numbers are progressing. But I get shin splints, or I get knee pain, or I get um, I'm getting back pumped doing farmers. I get them to do it more. Yeah, I get them to do it more, and it's. I think it surprises. But like, I don't care now. I don't care now. I don't try and sell it to people because I, I just know I just know I'm going to make it work with like literally everybody. Um, so. It's not that I'm, I'm not trying to convince people. I just say, look, you want to do it because I can, I can, I can fix it for you. I can help you big time. I can help you recover it, whatever. Uh, but you're just going to feel like a bit of a twat at first because you're going to do it, and there's not the there's nobody in your gym that's going to ever ever have done it this way. I'm like, right, okay. Yeah, what plus you think you think yourself? Oh, I'm holding. 60 kilo or 30 kilo farmers or whatever. Yeah, so they're doing an insultingly lightweight that's going to be damaging, like, unless they're open-minded, that's going to be damaging to their ego because people are going to be looking over and saying, what, you're 400 yoker, why, why, why has he only got 140 on? Why is, it, why is he sweating? Why is he, why, why is he out of breath doing, why is he a bit out of breath doing that? Like, he only does 20 metres at comp. Why is he doing fucking, do you know what I mean? That, that kind of shit. But honestly... The, the that, that's really helpful that it's because uh, I, I kind of knew that was the answer but yeah I don't know why I, I just thought to myself surely it's getting it's, too right now but no it makes sense now your distances that you've been referencing there are a little bit more than what I've been using as well so I think I've been shy on the distance and too harsh on the load yeah if I'd swap that a bit because like I say, it's like you just said. Then I was, I was increasing their recovery demand, or whatever. You know, I was I was adding more stuff to recover yeah. from instead of helping them recover, and that was what I was trying to achieve. So yeah, go touch down. Look, look at it like this, Shane. Right? Here's, here's an interesting thing. Right? Say you'll you'll know similar. You'll know loads of people with a similar strength level to me on the like on yoke, for instance. We'll take yoke for for instance. 
Yeah. Say 400 for 10 meters. Yeah. So in my, in my training, in my training, like say a guy who could do 400 kilos for 10 meters, like we, we can do exactly the same as me, but in my training, I could do like, say, I don't know what, 320 for 15 meters. I could probably do 10 sets at that. Whereas that most people, if you gave them, it, or a lot of people who are 400 yoga for 10 meters, if you give them 260 for 10 sets of 15 meters, they'd probably find it really like quite hard to recover from. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Can you picture that? Well, yeah, because I know I couldn't do, if you said to do 220 for 10 sets of 20 meters, I'd be struggling. Yeah. So, so you might think that top end, well, what's the point? There's no difference because you can just do the same weight. Like I'm no kind of stronger. He can do 400 for 10 meters. I can do 400 for 10 meters. Yeah. But the difference is because I've got more stuff at the other end when I've done incredibly lighter, I've, I've built this ridiculous like recovery capacity on that exercise because of, because of the work that I've done that nobody else has at the ridiculously light end. Do you understand what I mean? So that's yeah. the difference, even though at top end right now. So, so basically I look at it like this, when you built that say kind of base and then, and then you, you, you do your program and you peak and base and peak and build like the exciting thing for me is that I see it as like, I've got like unlimited progression because I'm going to be able to just hammer myself with, on, on yoke, for instance, taking yoke as an, an example. Like I'm just going to be able to keep getting better and better for months on end because I'm going to be, because obviously we're like, we've agreed that the most important variable for getting stronger and improving lifting heavier loads is um, like accumulating volume at higher percentages and stuff like that to get the neurological response, blah, 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 whatever. But if I can do more work in any given zone because of this base that I've built, like I'm just going to keep like, there's not, there's, I see it as there's, there's, you've got limit, it's limitless. Like, whereas if somebody's doing a fucking, they can do a, look at it like this. You get the, the 400 yoga for 10 meters is PB and all he can handle is, 280 for 20 meters for two to three sets once a week. I just look at that and I just pity them. And I think, fuck me, you're never, you're never going to get any better. Like over the next year, you're going to be like just doing that once, like once a week for three sets, because if you do four or five, your knees are fucked, your back's fucked. Uh, you get yoke flu, all that shit. Like they're just never going to surpass that kind of peak through the training methods. Yeah, obviously you might fucking smash a load of gear and get four, 10 for 10 meters or whatever, but like via the training methods, they're actually gonna get no significant improvement. I, uh, that's how I see it. What do you think? Yeah, no, no I agree, yeah. Yeah, that's why I've been implementing it. I've just been uh, doing it like, well, I think it, it works fine with the naturals that I've been doing it on with. There's the guys on peds, and I know what it feels like to obviously being a bit of bit of gear that fucks up your muscle pump, and um, like I said, I think I've just started it. I need to start it light enough that they don't even know 
they've done anything. That, that Nate, honestly, that is the key. That is the key. You want them to do the, like, look, look at it like this, right? If I, I'm programming this kind of, like, meathead, really. Like, so, essentially, someone, someone like me, if I took gear, right, someone like me, right, I fucking love lifting heavy. I just love the feel. Like, I literally push myself neurologically every time I train because, I don't know, like, it's just, a, I don't know whether it's an ego thing or just fucking... I just buzz off it. I just fucking love lifting heavy. Yeah. Um, but to kind of afford myself to like, like, so, so what, what's, what you could do to manage someone like me would be like, say, give them, give them the heavy stuff, the, I don't know, the three sets of 20 meters at 280 yoke is their main session. So they're getting the, the thing that they've always done kind of thing. You're not, you're not changing anything. Yeah, so you're not changing anything that's got them to where they already are, which is pretty good. But you add your, you can add your stuff on the other days, which is going to be the secondary session might be right. Well, like a secondary session, three or four days away from that kind of let's call it a max effort stimulus could be something like say ten sets of ten meters speed at one sixty oak. And, yeah. and then you just see how they recover from that. They do it as a bit of a warm up on their overhead day or whatever. Um, and then basically get them in that zone where you say, right, how did you feel after that? And then you want them to feel like, you know what? I felt fucking better after, after the 10 set. I was getting faster all the way through. How was your recovery? Oh yeah, I felt absolutely fine. A bit of a knee pain on my fifth set. And then I changed my technique because it was light enough to. And yeah. then... And then it felt felt better towards the end. Right, great. We can ramp that up to 170 next week. Yeah. You could add in the third session that week if you were wanting to, like, say, say going for do like an intense block of really focusing on the yoke, where you might do, right, say, right, we're going to do a hundred meter set and we're going to go with I, I want to I want to guarantee that you can recover from this. So I'm going to give you the 60 kilo yoke week one because we're, we're going to three, three yoke sessions in a week. Yeah. So we're going, we're going to do three sets of hundred meters with the 60 kilo yoke. And uh, I want you to focus on um, keeping the, uh, I want you to fo focus on positioning here, uh, keeping chill, time under tension, positioning reinforcement can get a bit out of breath, a bit, a bit of pump, but a bit of back pump, but, like try and stay stay away from it too bad. Make sure they can recover from it, um, and then you can just kind of sneak it sneak it up from there. But I suppose the point is from this conversation is, like, I, I'm telling you, one hundred percent, you can get a lot of value out of probably going lighter than you ever imagined you'd get somebody to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to. Uh... I'm gonna go with that over the next few uh, next few months. And, and, if, and, and it's just a big hole. And when you like see your clients as a whole, and you're like, yeah. you've got a bit of a, I've got a bit of a work capacity issue here. And when it's like trending across your client base, you're like, well, it's obviously a programming issue. So we're trying to fix it. But then I'm like, why is everyone struggling to handle? It's a similar kind of principle when you when you when you're coaching somebody who's like who's bigger than the like say. 
So you pro you'll, you'll probably find that the lighter guys and women, like, will be able to, you know, like we said before, like work at higher percentages, yeah. of, accumulate volume at higher percentages of their max. Of their max, yeah. Women generally even even higher, um, and it may be it may be some hormonal things or whatever, or it might be. So some people say it's down to like. Um, um, small, smaller muscle mass so they can recover quicker in between sets in between bouts and stuff but the point whatever is, whatever, is it, whatever it is it's, what, yeah. whatever it is it's just the, the same principles can apply it's just your start point has to be a little bit different like say like um, say the, the biggest guy that I coach um, a guy called Sam he's doing really well he's absolutely brilliant actually and I think he's about 140. He's a big, big guy. Um, and when we started, it was the same. It was the same thing in terms of a, using the same systems as I used for an eight kilo guy. But with Sam, I had to start with actually similar volume, but on the on his kind of like uh, me, me, like. On all the exercise, we started with uh, lower int lower. We, we still did some like top sets and heavy sets for uh, on his um, on his uh, like main staple lifts. But like the volume accumulation stuff was a lot lighter than say uh, say other guys who were lighter starting at that point. But now now he's like I don't know how, it, how long it's been about a year or something. He's, he's doing like I look at his I look at his. Um, I write his program on True Coach and it's like it takes fucking ages because there is so much work he is doing. I look at the, the the volume that I give him, like his events day, he might be doing fucking eight events with loads of different working sets on each one. That it, it, it's just it's just crazy how much how much it how like his work capacity is I, in fact I will say that his work capacity is a lot and recovery capacity is a lot better than most under 80 athletes that I see. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, from using like time in the system and um, awesome. <laughs> right. cheers Josh. That's that's helpful. All yeah. right. So same principles, but just just start start lighter. Just start lighter and, and prior and make sure that the that people are recovering regardless of whether they take gear, how big they are, male, female, whatever. Yeah, I think I've just been too shy to give somebody like a 120 yoke and I need to just, you know, or even a sick, or even an empty yeah. yoke, you know what I mean? Just fucking... In, in fact, mate, in fact, like, uh, Alex Bird, right, he started last week doing... Because obviously yeah, you, he, coach him, you coach him, don't you? Yeah, you've started doing his... Um, movement sprint something so so what i've done with alex i've like assumed like i've imagined in my head that you've got it that you you've got his program as as like you're working him hard as normal right and i'm basically just 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 see just basically worked out how i can put how i can add three sessions in per week that is hopefully well, we, we get it right. It's going to take a bit of tweaking as we go along, but like the the the, the last thing, the, the thing that I can't risk is what is the stuff that I'm doing 
taken away from the stuff that you're doing because that's the, you're, yeah. what you're doing with him is Alex the there is the absolute perfect example of, of like uh, if it was even like an example human as to what yeah. I'm talking about yeah but like at the moment it's a little different because I, I'm making him lose some weight so he's on a bit of a strict diet and he's going down so and uh, his training's very even the training I'm giving him is designed to increase his work yeah, so I'm hoping that yeah, in 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 a couple of weeks we'll have dropped the unnecessary weight he's got. Well, yeah. not not like all of it, but you know, we'll have. I want him down ten key basically. Yeah, we'll up some work, and then we can go into a peak. Because, for example, the issue with Alex is when we transition into the peaks, they yeah. get niggles because they can't. Yeah, yeah, the resilience. In the I get it. I completely get it. I com- completely get it. But it's a, it's a like a bit of a mind fuck because he's thinking, well, I can, I can hit the in my peak. I can hit these fucking mad numbers, but it's just I don't, I don't necessarily feel great doing it. And afterwards, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah. the recovery element and whatnot. So, um, yeah, well, on Saturday anyway, isn't he? So we'll- yeah, but but honestly, mate, I'm so fucking excited about this because like. All he needs to do, if he if he sticks it out, just gives it gives it like fucking eight weeks, twelve weeks initially, right? And then he's just going to turn around, he's going to reach a, a tipping point, and he's going to be like, "Fuck me, I feel like a different animal." And then you're going to notice like massive improvements in him across the stuff that he's doing. Like honestly, mate, all he needs to do is just get his head down and just just do just do the stuff that I'm lay, laying out for him. And I think I think he may even be surprised that a couple of the sessions that he's already done, like like how fucking easy they are. Yeah, he's got a bit sweaty and whatnot, but Yeah, that's what we want though, because but, like, but like Alex, Yeah, exactly. Like like that's I what can use him as an example as to like if I if I can get Alex to the point where I'm like, right, he can handle work now. Yeah. I feel like I can apply it to uh other other peeps as well. So I'm gonna Watch him closely. Like I said, I wanted him to lose the weight as well because I just thought he's holding him back. He shouldn't be getting back pump like walking thirty steps, should you? Not no, know? definitely not. But like, but like, even do, doing the super light stuff, basically, you can fat like it's really it's amazing for like technique reinforcement. Like I've noticed a cue for it on his on his yoke that's just going to be a complete game changer for him. Um, and if, I'm, I'm sure I had him doing what was it three by one hundred with. I'm sure it was 60 kilos, maybe. And he's like, oh, set, set three, uh, uh, the bar slipping off my back. I'm sweaty as fork, bar slipping off my back. And I said, look, I said, I looked at the video and I said, the reason why the bar's slipping off your back is because it's, because obviously the sweat and the, the, the lack of friction is magnifying the error, which the error yeah. is, he's too up, slightly too upright with his torso. So next week I'm going to get him do the, do slightly angled forward, a little bit more forward lean with the torso, find that point where it doesn't want to slip regardless of how sweaty he is. And then basically like start to layer it up on this session. So then when he goes to his heavier yoke, he's going to have this uh, this this um, better position ingrained and it's just going to feed into the... But anyway, my, my point was is that asking yourself, is it taking from recovery or contributing? And obviously my goal of working, because obviously we're collaborating, your program's the primary focus, and then me doing this kind of movement coaching for him as a side thing, 
I've got to be, I can't be stealing from his recovery that's, that's, that, he's, that he needs for his big deads and his pressing and stuff like that that he's doing really well with. Like, I've got to be, I've, I've got to be contributing. So if anything, I've got to go too light. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, I won't keep you chatting. I know we're supposed to keep this fucking short. All right, mate. I'll see, I'll see you later, mate. Yeah, right. Cheers, Josh. Bye.